Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to episode 71 of the Level Up Latina podcast. Today we have a powerhouse with us, Sonia Sroca. Sonia is Facebook's global head of multicultural communications and award-winning communications leader. In her position, Sonia is responsible for the strategy and execution of campaigns to educate and inspire multi-ethnic and multilingual people about Facebook's products and tools. A proud salvadoreña, she also serves as the official Spanish language spokesperson for Facebook, sharing information in language and in culture. Sonia was recently named one of People's and Español's most powerful women. She was also named PR Week's 40 Under 40 and was added to Diversity Journal's Women Worth Watching list. Latina Style Magazine branded her Latina Executive of the Year. Most recently, Sonia helped place Facebook as one of the top companies demonstrating great effort to support diversity and inclusion in the Latino community within the Silicon Valley. We are so excited to have you with us and to talk about so many different topics. Thank you for being with us today. Welcome to our podcast, Sonia. Hola, chicas. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you ladies. We're going to get right into it. We're going to start with leadership. This is one of my favorite topics. Again, thank you for being here. First of all, Sonia, please tell us about yourself, your background, your upbringing. Well, again, you know, thank you so much for having me. I grew up in El Salvador. I think you mentioned that at the very beginning. So I am Salvadoreña. I was born and raised in El Salvador. And, you know, I grew up at the time of the Civil War, but I was very lucky to have been surrounded by a lot of love, security, family. And, and it's really strange, but, you know, the times that we're living in right now, that fear and uncertainty, it reminds me a lot of the way I grew up. You know, I grew up with a lot of sort of looming dangers, right? Living in the Civil War. And it's funny because I was talking to my friends, my family, some of my colleagues, and we always talk about how to cope with the environment that we're in, you know, with the fear of the pandemic, el coronavirus, my mom que no puede salir, you know, we don't see our parents. And, and so it's really strange, but a lot of the way that I grew up, just to give you an idea, was very similar to now where we were fearful, where families all decided different ways of coping with it, where you always had this sense of uncertainty and we don't know what's going to happen. So as I've been going through the pandemic, I've had to kind of go back in time and remember what I did to cope with those times because I'm having a hard time just as anyone else is, right? And so I'm thinking, well, I've been through a lot of hardships and a lot of difficult times. Let me try to remind myself what I did to cope with it and to live with it. So it's, it's great to have sort of that background and that immigrant background. I came to the U.S. in the 1990s when a lot of people immigrated from other parts of Latin America, specifically El Salvador. A lot of Salvadorians immigrated at that time. I was 13. Uh, nobody's counting. Nobody's talking about age here. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I came in the ninth grade. I, I arrived in Los Angeles. And then, you know, the rest is the conversation we're going to have. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. You know, when I was in college, I studied a lot of the civil unrest that happened in Central America. And one of the things that was really resonating and touched my heart was the whole journey of um, Monsignor Oscar Romero and everything that he had to go through and how he lost his life so tragically. So I can only imagine what that was like. And it's funny that you've related to the pandemic, such a scary, uncertain, unhealthy, tragic time for many who have lost their lives. So thank you for sharing that little bit of your journey. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting because yes, obviously it's, it's different, but there's so many parallels and so many similarities of that fear, just living in fear 
and having that uncertainty is something that, you know, so many people talk about, you know, how do you get over that? And, mm -hmm. and what I tell them is that you don't get over it. You learn to live with it. That's very different. And that is one of the ways to cope. If I was going to give somebody some sort of advice here, you know, it's really learning to coexist with the surroundings that you're in. So you learn to live with it rather than trying to overcome it because you won't be able to. It's so uncertain and it's so big and so powerful that you need to just learn to live with it. And, and every day, you know, being grateful, that's one of the keys that I can say. I mean, I remember being a little girl and always just saying, thank you, God, for allowing me to wake up. I mean, just being grateful for the small things and then being hopeful, you know, thinking mm -hmm. of the future. I used to think of myself as my future self. And I used to think, you know, nothing is going to last forever. I would always hope that, you know, I would see myself as an adult and as a grown up. And I would think like, my life is one day going to be different. I didn't know how it was going <laughs> to happen. But, you know, just thinking that one day my life would be different it was that hope that kept me going. So I think for us now, you know, with the pandemic and everything we're going to, is just thinking about how our life can be different, like seeing ourselves almost like transporting ourselves to the future and seeing ourselves having gotten sort of over this hump and kind of being together as a community again. I think that's something to, to look forward to. That's beautiful. That'll be our tip of the day. We like to give a tip of the day. And I love that. I think, you know, hope is so incredible, especially at a time like this. So never give up on hope. It is critically important. So for everybody listening, please keep that in mind. You heard it here from Sonia. Also, Sonia, I had a question on my agenda here to ask you about your personal philosophy. Tell us about your own personal philosophy. Well, uh, you know, I have several philosophies. I've been through so many different experiences, but one of the ones that I wanted to share with you, especially because of, you know, your podcast is level up and that truly is one of my main personal philosophies is to level hey. up I know I love it that's why I feel like this is so meant to be you know for me to be here with you guys and with your audience because I know your audience believes in like leveling up as well and that's something that I've always believed in you know is having this growth mindset you know even from the start of my career you know I started in a small agency and again you know small starts it's you know it's like one step forward and it's something that you need to to do but then you know you always are looking how are you going to continue to improve and learn? And this is why podcasts like this and your experiences, which by the way, I love your podcast and hearing you guys, I think I was mentioning to you earlier when we first started talking is that, you know, just hearing the, the advice and hearing the reality and learning from each other. I mean, that's really what we all have to do is just get one step better every day. And, and, you know, and so that's what I did. And in my life, I started small and then my dream was to work for the big agency. And I would, I remember driving down Sunset Boulevard. I used to live um, in Azusa, you know, really far from it. And I used to, I used to drive, you know, it was just too expensive for me to live in this like areas. And I would look at these buildings and I would be like one day, you know, I'm going to work in this really beautiful agencies and I'm going to be around great, smart people that I'm going to learn from. And it happened. It did. And then I moved to New York City. And then I worked in the big agencies there and, and, you know, and I worked among really great, smart people. And it's always surrounding yourself with people that you can learn from, you know, and people that you can aspire to be and grow from. And I think that's what I always call leveling up, always trying hard, putting yourself in situations that sometimes feel uncomfortable because believe me, going from a small town to being like, 
even on sunset or going to New York City, you know, a Salvadoreña from a, the smallest country in the whole entire continent, going to the biggest city in the world. Believe me, that was that was not easy and that was pretty intimidating. But again, you know, it's just putting yourself out there and just really taking risks and trusting that everything's going to work out and feeling uncomfortable is really the way to grow and the way to level up. Absolutely. Thank you for that growth mindset it's all so, the way. Yeah. And so your journey <laughs> kind of took you from the small country to California to New York. I mean, wow, that's really intimidating it can be, but you continue to go forward and like you said, level up, level up, level up, love that. And then how did your journey just sort of take you to where you are now? Like how did you end up at Facebook? I mean, that seems like a huge leap and growth in your career. And like you said, you had to grow your mindset, you had to continue to have faith and move forward. But what exactly were those tangible steps that evolved for you? Irene, you know, thank you for that question. I mean, yes, you know, so I came from El Salvador to LA to New York to Silicon Valley. And it's like, oh my God, I never in a million years, if you would have told me when I first arrived in this country, not speaking English, you know, with my family, scared as can be, if you would have said to me, oh, Sonia, you know, in like certain months, 30 years, you're going to be in Silicon Valley. I would have been like, what is that? And why would I be there? I mean, Facebook didn't even exist as of 16 years ago. We're only 16 years old. Uh, you know, ya pasamos la quinceañera el año pasado. <laughs> Which we celebrated, by the way. We celebrated quinceañera. That's right. It was, it, it was my team and I. We put together like a cake and everything for Facebook. Um, exactly. Bringing the Latino into culture, into our world. But yeah, so you know, it's one of those things that you didn't even imagine. So, so, so I can I can say that how you how you end up at Facebook or how you end up in the job that you can't even imagine you would be at. One is what first comes to mind is two things: hard work and having the right people around you, and that's really really important. And when I say hard work, you know, it's like a throwaway line, right? Like obviously everybody knows hard work, and every time I hear people do talks. I'm like, well, what do you exactly mean by hard work? You know, like, like, can you give me an example? Because I don't know, I think I work hard, right? But it me it really means putting in the time. It really means that, you know, sometimes you are going to have to work a little bit later, you're going to prep a little bit more. It means putting yourself in situations where you're going to feel uncomfortable. I heard you guys' uh, podcast about um, the imposter syndrome. And I loved it because you know, that's, exa <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, you do have to go through a time where you put yourself in a difficult situation, even if you at that moment doubt yourself, just continue going and again, level up, right? Every day you learn something new, you become better, a little bit better and a little bit better and you do it better and you just keep going and going and going. So that's what hard work means, you know, just putting in the time and then surrounding yourself with the right people. That's really crucial because you need people that are going to support you. You need the people that are going to love you and support you. You need to uh, be surrounded by your family, friends. And if you have naysayers, you know, like they say, I know it's hard sometimes. It could be people that we really love and people that are dear to us. But sometimes we do have to make those hard decisions and not listen to that and move away from it and really stay in, in the course. And I know that happens to all of us. You know, we've all had friends that have been our best friends. And then, you know, and then we go into other parts of our lives. And then, you know, we talk about dreams, and they're not always on the same page. And sometimes, again, you know, those are decisions that you're going to have to make, but surrounding yourself with people that will support you in your crazy ideas, or that will give you crazy ideas, and that will level you up. Because sometimes you need people that are going to be like, 
no, Sonia, like you're not thinking of it big enough. Like, <laughs> I love that. You know? Like, I remember saying this to somebody and I will never forget this. And um, I, it was in, at my, one of my first jobs. I was talking to a colleague of mine. I wasn't dating or I wasn't married at the time. I was super young. I was like 21. And I was like, you know, I see myself as the wife of, you know, like, I don't know, like that politician. I forgot who it was, but it was somebody important. Like one of our Latino politicians was speaking. And then he said to me, you know, Sonia, I don't see you as the wife of a Latino politician. I see you as a politician. That's right. Eso. Love it. Tell me more. Tell me more. That's, that's, that's right. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, oh my God. I was like, well, maybe you're right. You know, like I never, exactly. And it's like sometimes, you know, we grew up, I mean, I grew up, like I was saying, Latin America. Sometimes we grow up in ways in which we don't even see ourselves in mm -hmm. these situations, right? Mm -hmm. And we need someone to level us up. We need somebody to give us a little push and tell us like, no, 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 no. You know, you actually can be the person. It's you the one, you know, don't expect that, you know, you're going to be following somebody. Somebody's going to follow you. And I when you, that. when you realize that, when you realize that you're looking for somebody to follow and somebody to answer your question, somebody to open the door for you. And then you realize that that person is you. That is a huge realization, guys. Like when you're like, I'm the one opening my own doors. Excuse yeah. me. Let me open absolutely. it up. And open yeah. it for others, by the way. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, that takes courage too, because a lot of times you're sort of breaking through. No one maybe looks like you or has been there. And it takes a lot of personal growth. And courage because you're getting judged a lot. You know, who do you think you are? There's so much fear. And like you said, you have to have the right people in your corner to support that and get rid of those naysayers, like you said, that can actually try to hold you back because it's very intimidating to grow and to prosper and to really try to become this great thing that's in you and to have that potential and to see it through. So way to go, way to, you know, get after it and go for it and just continue to level up no matter what. I know it wasn't easy, as you said. Now you're in a position of leadership. Tell me a little more about you as a leader, leading your team. Team, what's that like for you? So definitely, as we've been talking about, it's like, don't ever stop. Even if you're tired, I always say stop when you're done. So that's one of the things, one of my mantras for my team, you know, and, and I don't think we're ever truly done done until we are done, you know, so I think that we need to keep going. And as a business leader, you know, one of the things that I really focus my time and myself on is how to elevate the voices that we don't hear as much as we should. That's really important to me because, you know, we have to fight to be included. Um, we must be determined. We have to be focused. We work for everything that we get. Like you were saying, you know, it's not easy to be what is called, and I'm sure you guys have heard this term, the only, right? Like the only yeah. Latina, the yeah. only in the room. It's not easy to be the only person that looks like you or that sounds like you. I mean, I came when I was 13, so I have an accent, you know, and I love it. It is who I am. And, but don't think I've always loved it. I mean, I have, I have doubted myself because of it, or it's not me. It's like, you know, sometimes the way people receive it, right. And the way people look at you, they may think you don't understand something, or they might think you're not necessarily, you know, American as American as you can be. And I'm, you know, I've been here so many years and I'm naturalized. And again, we're going to vote and we're going to talk a lot about that too. Yes. But, but, you know, this is what it means to be American. It means to be an immigrant. It means to make it. It means to work hard. And so, 
So for my team and for business, I always want to elevate people and bring people alone. And like I said, if I'm going to abrir esa puerta, you know, I'm going to bring people in with me for sure. And I'm going to make sure that we're not just getting in the door, but that we're also being heard. Because a lot of people talk about, you know, getting people through the door, but then putting them in corners, right? And it's like, what's the point of them? What's the point of having the diversity in the room if the diversity in the room isn't going to be able to be themselves and speak and share their thoughts? There is no point at that point, you know? And so I think we need to elevate these voices more than ever. And and this is part, you know, what we're doing right now. It's elevating our voices and, and your, your voices. And you're, you're doing your part by inviting people to your podcast to elevate thoughts and voices. And that's why I love it. Thank you for that. That is really cool. And I love how what you just said transitions us into this very important topic we're going to cover. We're going to jump into some politics and voting. By getting to know you, Sonia, just in these last few minutes that we've been talking, the things you have said, like elevate the voices that we don't often hear, that we have to work harder to get those things and attain and get those achievements than everyone else, um, to avoid being the onlys and being the, you know, making sure we are heard. It kind of, it, not kind of, it really puts into perspective what your position is at Facebook as the global head of multicultural communications and which leads us into wanting to understand you know how at Facebook right now is putting that that time to honor the Latino and Latin Latinx community for this Latinx Heritage Month and we want to learn a little bit more of that I'm sure some of this stuff had to come up like hey we need to do these things in case you guys didn't know these are things we celebrate so Kind of share it with us, the, the process into going into that celebration of Latinx or Latino Heritage Month. And what is it that Facebook is doing to provide an awareness and provide resources to Latinos and the Latino culture? That's a great question, Vero. And, and you know, Facebook, and before I joined the company, I've been at the company for, for four and a half years. So it's, it's been a little while. Before I joined it, I was, I was a big fan of the company just because it brings us all together, right? The mission of Facebook is to connect and to create community. As Latinos, more than anyone, we embrace community. You know, this is what we're all about. Community for us is first. And Facebook allowed me to reconnect with a lot of the friends that I grew up with in El Salvador and allowed me to keep in touch with them, even through all this distance and all this time. And, and, and so it's been great, you know, just to be a part of Facebook and then join it um, because my mission aligns with the mission of the company, which is to bring people together. And one of the things that I noticed from the start is that at Facebook, people are very receptive and listening. If you are going to, you know, like, again, like we were saying, like we did the quinceañera and like we're teaching and, and, you know, and kind of talking about our culture. And, and I find it so amazing that we have so many teams working specifically, you know, this year for Latinx Hispanic Heritage Month, um, we have a lot going on specifically so that people can use the app and continue to communicate. Um, we we launched special effects on the app. I'm sure you guys see the stories on Instagram or on Facebook. We have stickers because we realize that people like to communicate and, and show, you know, our culture in different ways. We also launched specifically a program to help small businesses. I mean, we know that through COVID-19, small businesses have 
are hurting mm-hmm. all across the country, but specifically small businesses owned by Latinos are hurting very much. And we need to support our small businesses. I can't say that enough. If you know you have a chance to shop small, please do so. If it's owned by a Latino, even more, right? Or yeah. by an ethnic minority. I think it's amazing to be able to just support each other. And so what we did is we put together a business called a Hispanic Business Boost or Latinx Business Boost, in which these are like free, free um, online classes for people who already have their business on how they can either, you know, level up their business, how they can Mm -hmm. create um, marketing programs that are going to be able to help them get their word out there. You know, there's so many people that may or may not have that skill, but here we have some tips for that. And then we have people who have made it. You can speak to other business, small business owners. And if you don't have a business and we know Latinos somos, nos inventamos muchas cosas, you know, we're very entrepreneurial, right? Oh, yes. Las ideas no nos hacen falta. I know, exactly. It's like we always find solutions for everything. That's one thing. But sometimes, you know, our solutions and our ideas are incredible and they could be businesses. But the thing is that we don't know where to go, right? So like you'll have a great idea and you're like, who do I talk to? I don't know anyone. Or you say, well, I have a great idea, but I don't have the money to like figure out how to put this together as a business. Well, this is where you go. And we have talks about how to get capital. We have talked about how you can connect with other small business owners that can, again, give you tips on how they started. Because everyone starts somewhere, right? Like we talked about, you start small and then you continue to level up and continue to grow. And so, you know, so I think this is why we put it all together and it's both in Spanish and in English for people to be able to take advantage of that and be able to help them out and be able to provide this kind of support that we all need. No matter who we are, we always ideas are never, you know, are never bad. We always welcome new ideas. And that kind of plays into, I like how you said it's there for everyone. It's in English, it's in Spanish, because the idea of asking for help, you know, it's, it's such a tough thing. It comes up a lot in our conversations with a lot of our guests, but I'm putting myself in the shoes of, say, you know, Latino business owners and some of them are like mom and pop shops que no saben del marketing, no saben cómo crear un business plan. They're just like, lo sé hacer, lo voy a hacer, and I'm good at it. The part que les da vergüenza is the reaching out for help. But I see this as a way of really reaching out not only to young or, you know, younger entrepreneurs, but the mom and pop shops that when their their families have access to the internet. So that's pretty awesome that those resources are there from Facebook. And how did this come about? We don't have a lack of creativity or desire or hard work. I think we Latinos have the, the work ethic, the resilience, the desire. And like you said, it's, it's just a matter of also admitting that sometimes we do need help and it's totally okay. Like, please get the help you need. You know, it will, you will, you'll be so glad that you did that. And, you know, one of the things we realized is that again, Latinos have small businesses at this point, a lot of small businesses, not just the Latino small businesses, but a lot of small businesses are suffering. So what we're trying to do is do whatever we can do to continue to provide ideas and resources and connect people. Again, going back to our mission at Facebook is to be able to connect people to one another so they can support each other because what's working for you could work for me. Um, again, you know, we all have the stories and we have so much more in common than we have 
differences once we start talking right we start realizing like oh my god I feel the same way like it doesn't yeah. matter you know I found Salvadorian mm-hmm. you're Mexican whatever like it doesn't matter we we share culture we, we share a lot of the same similarities and we are, we're all kind of going through the same things in different ways and just talking to each other connecting with each other is what we need to do sharing information and so if you want to visit for example if people want to visit this site that has all this free information it would be at www.facebook.com facebook.com slash business and there you can find all the information is in english and in spanish and it's called latinx hispanic business boost and it's specifically to give you again that boost to level you up like we're like we've been talking about and to help you you know just connect with others start your business if you have an idea and there's so many people that have started businesses on facebook and on instagram and they've been incredibly successful so because you don't need to have you know huge you don't need a place you, you know you don't need to have like an actual and mortar yeah yeah una tienda. you, you uh-huh. can do it digitalmente you can do it from your home and so there's so many opportunities out there and yeah pregúntale a tu hijo a tu nieto whoever your neighbor like súbete al facebook vámonos vámonos ahí pide la ayuda que it's there you know and and you can finally have the business maybe you've always wanted to have I love that. And it's all in collaboration. Like you mentioned, it's connect and collaborate. Uh, that's that's very important. So I know also we're very excited that Facebook has announced a new Red Table Talk, right? Hablando de que nos gusta platicar and share really? stories. And it's important to share from different generational viewpoints. And that, you know, you just launched the Red Table Talk series with the Stefans. So tell us a little bit about that. And then what else is um, outside of this new series, what is uh, Facebook doing to include our Latino culture in other areas? Yes. So super excited that just a few days ago, we launched the Red Table Talk with the Stephens uh, on our show. It's, it's a show on watch on Facebook and it airs every Wednesday at noon Eastern time. But then you can always look it up and watch it any other time. And it's with, you know, Gloria Stefan that we all love. Su hija, Emily y con Lily that we know from El Gordo en la Flaca. And like you said, you know, is is definitely amazing because it's like three different generations Um their family, uh, but they all have different points of views and, and they're really talking it real, you know, they're sharing so much. And, and we know like, for example, Gloria Stefan, it's a groundbreaker, right? I mean, she's like, she was original only. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's amazing to be able to like hear from her perspective, how things have changed, how she was the one, one of the pioneers in helping things change for all of us Latinos in the United States in general to be seen in a different light and to be seen for our talents. So her and her husband have done amazing, you know, an amazing job bringing other ones up. I mean, they're the ones who helped Shakira break into the, you know, general market as well. So, I mean, again, this is all about connectivity helping each other supporting each other and watching this show would be great because you can get a lot of tips and they will have guests it's awesome and and i mean i look forward to continuing to watch it it just started uh, but i know that it's been so well received people love it because again it's real It, it comes from people that have actually gone through tough situations too you know i know that mm-hmm. you know son famosos los vemos en la tele pero they all started somewhere you know they they didn't all start there you know they all had their roads and and again we can all learn from that so i think it's great and hopefully people will learn a lot from it 
It's funny because I thought I'm like, oh my God, Lily's going to be there. And I know I love Gloria Estefan and, and I will get to know her daughter. But I was like, Lily Estefan. But I remember watching her with Don Francisco, right? And, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking the same thing about Lily. And then when I saw the trailer i got like chills because I, i thought oh my god this is so cool the daughter seems so cool you know they're passing the baton and now she's very relevant i imagine and she was like doing something in a band i think and i literally got the chills i thought this is such a cool way to portray like you can have your talents you can be different like lily had more of the traditional sort of she was a model and then she's a presenter and guardia la flaca like this path that you saw but then you get to see her hip younger daughter and her path and maybe this non-traditional cool look and i thought wow I, my daughter could see herself in one of the three maybe it's the traditional gloria route maybe it's lily and she wants to be in front of the camera or she wants to be the creator behind the camera it i got that vibe and i hadn't even seen it but i definitely got the chills and i thought this was a great move to do a latino perspective a family their culture and their mm -hmm. generation so well done we hope yeah. that the show is a success you know Thank you. And you know what? And it is, again, mujeres, right? Just like right now with us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, así, el poder, el poder de la mujer y el poder que tenemos to, to help each other out, to, to, to bring community together and to, again, you know, share our experiences. And I think, like you said, what's cool about it is that all of us can find one personaje that we can identify with and that we can follow, right? Because they're different yet They're very alike at the same time. So, yeah, I think that's awesome. So another thing, just going back to talking about what we're doing at Facebook, you know, right now, ya van a venir las elecciones. We're like at 23 or 24 days away from elections. Uh, yes. 20 some days, let's just say. <laughs> the elections are around the corner. It feels like we've been counting down for a while now. And, um, you know, at Facebook, we, we, we take this very seriously, specifically to you know, help the community engage, civic engagement. And I want to take this opportunity to invite, you know, all of your listeners on October 15th, we're going to have a live that I'm going to be actually conducting a live with Arturo Vargas, who is the CEO of Naleo. And we're going to be talking all about elections and civic engagement, information on how to vote, where to vote, how to register. There's still time to register in some places. Yes. And then Naleo themselves, I was talking to Arturo, and they have so many amazing ways to help people real time. They have phone numbers you can call. I mean, so just tune in. It's going to be at 11 a.m. Pacific time on October 15th, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And if you go to the Diversity Facebook page, on the app, that's where the live is going to be. So that would be Facebook slash Facebook diversity. That's where you can find it. And I would encourage everyone to listen. Y va a ser el primer live en español totalmente that Facebook does. So this is a firm. Fantastic. Fantastic. What a way to make Isn't that a really great way for you guys to wrap up Latinx Heritage Month? It's like, let's go live. We're going to speak in Spanish. We're going to talk about this election, how important it is to get everyone out to vote. NALEO stands for the National Association of Latino Elected Officials. It's a nonpartisan organization. So it's not anything specific. They're going to not push you in any way. They just want you to get out and vote. And really, they have a lot of resources, like Sonia just mentioned, for us to look up and, and look into and get educated and get registered to vote. 
for California, the, re the registration date is October 19th. So we still have a little bit of time here in California. So based off where you're at, look up a uh, registration date and make sure you do it by then. We have 32 million eligible voters, Latino voters. So we're expected to be the largest share of non-white voters coming out to the polls. And what do you think is important to tell our people right now to, to really encourage them to get out and vote? Yes, absolutely. I think your tu voz es tu voto, you know, I think your, your voice, we were talking about elevating voices and how that's one of my goals in life is to be able to elevate voices. I think that's one of your goals. I think we share that. And, and I think this is so great to be able to invite and remind people of the importance that every vote counts. And, you know, I'm naturalized. Um, so we have a lot of, you know, immigrants who are naturalized. A lot of Latinos are already born in the United States. We know that that's where the growth is coming from. A lot of Latinos, this is going to be their first time voting. They just turned 18. So we have a lot of young Latinos and Latinas that are ready to vote. And then we have sort of a little bit of like un poquito mayores, you know, like, like myself or whatever that are naturalized. And I think we should all just get out there. And that's part of the education process that, you know, Facebook and we're going through by having, we have an education campaign to not only you know to educate everybody but in particular i'm responsible to, to educate latinos and i've been out there you know talking to many media outlets and doing it in english and spanish whatever language you know we need to do it in to ensure that everybody hears the message and to, to ensure that everyone has the right information because for us having the right information is so important so that's where we created something that i think is very important for people to hear about which is the voting information center or el centro de información de votación the Facebook and the Instagram. We created that, you know, when COVID-19 hit, we created a hub for COVID-19 information because so much information was out there, right? Everybody wanted to understand it, what's going on. And so at Facebook, we realized that people were going everywhere for information and not all the information is accurate. So you gotta be careful, right? What we're reading. And so what we did is that we connected with, with local officials and we created the information hub. And so the learnings that we took from Coronavirus Hub is the same learnings that we applied for the election hub, right, for the for the voting information center, because we figured out and we realized that people really appreciated having all the information in one place, easy to find, because hello, we already are so busy, overwhelmed between our family, our children, our work, working from home school, distance learning, I mean, you name it, everything has been thrown at us this year. So the last thing we need is to try to figure out if the information we're reading is correct or not. That is important. That is so important. I'm going to, I'm going to share a personal story, but I had to take my dad to the cardiologist this week. Okay. My dad is 75 years old. He's a naturalized, he's an American citizen now, U.S. citizen. And he gets excited when it's voting season, right? And especially when it comes to the presidential elections, I'm like, dad, you need to vote locally. You need to vote, you know, presidential, everything matters. And he's like, yes. So we're sitting there where I'm, I'm going through some of the emails that I have with my, with you know, Irene and Ceci to prepare for this weekend. And, um, my dad out of the blue says, mija, mija, y tú por quién vas a votar? But I'm like, dad, well, well, let me tell you what this, what this is a candidate I'm considering, right? Whoever, whatever you believe, we support you. In my case, I was like, well, dad, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. And he goes, oh, no, mija, no, mija. Él no cree en Dios. And <laughs> the first thing I said was like, dad, ¿de dónde escuchó eso? <laughs> and it, yeah. for me, it's more like, not that I'm going to tell you you're wrong, but I'm like, okay, this is what you believe. But where did you hear the information? Is it, but always, I, I, and I started having that conversation with him about how, 
Understand where your information you're getting. Make sure it's correct. Whatever it is that's going to mo- motivate or move your idea of how you want to vote, make sure that all the information you're receiving is correct. Don't let it be just hearsay or my compadre said or I trust this person or I overheard it in the news, which I'm like, I don't think he heard it there. But it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, our parents who are older are getting, they're getting information from somewhere. And thankfully he asked, and I'm like, I'm not telling you who to vote for that. I just want you to know that when it comes to a candidate, you need to do the work to find out who you're going to give your vote to, you know? So I said, let me educate you a little bit. But it's, it was really surprising to me. I'm like, oh, here's my dad. But like, how many people are out there that are just talking with their compadres or, or, or la tia or el tío or the neighbor, you know, that or maybe they heard overheard a conversation and they're not really doing the work to look and find the right info to be an educated voter and, and do a wise decision in, the, in that sense, right? My yeah. bigger concern too, Vito, is that I think sometimes, I like that your dad, it sounds like he wants to vote. I'm hearing a lot from my circle and my family and the older generation that they don't vote at all because they don't know what to believe. They're not voting at all, I think, has really hurt us because they do have opinions and they would definitely get behind a candidate if they, like you said, got information they could trust from a valid source. And then their voice matters. Mm-hmm. Like you said, or however the saying goes, you know, I do worry about not enough of our older generation voting because they're disillusioned because of the misinformation, because of the scary information. So for those that are watching this live, the first ever in Spanish, I think it's mm-hmm. a great way to influence your family members that are distrustful, that want to see something in their language where you can say this is a good source. Be around those family members at this time mm-hmm. and turn this on and have them be exposed to the importance of voting, whatever the side may be, but maybe Make a choice because no choice is a choice. Yeah. Right. Have a choice. Have a choice. And I think I'm really glad that your dad's going to vote either way. Hopefully, again, good mm-hmm. sources. But the not voting is really scary right now. Yeah. Exactamente. And, and you know what? I agree with you guys. Even my mom, you know, sometimes they'll, she'll tell me, I read this story. And I'm like, mommy, where did you read that? You know, so, so you know, yeah. I'm in my own family. And she knows that I, you know, obviously I work for Facebook and everything. And that, you know, we have to just educate ourselves. And one of the things that we're doing at Facebook to make it easier is, you know, we do know that a lot of Latinos are on Facebook, like we said, because of the connection piece, because they're connected to their roots back in Mexico or in El Salvador or wherever they're from. You know, my mom loves it porque también ve a sus amigas that she hasn't seen in years and they keep connected, right? And connected to family, especially now that we can't see each other as much. So at the top of the feed, you know, which is when you open up your app, you will have something that says, you know, click here for more information on the elections. And that takes you to the Voting Information Center. The the good thing about this information center is that all this information that we put together comes from sources that are directly from the local state officials. So that's what's great. It's not that we are writing that information. We didn't come up with the information. What we did is sort of like aggregate all of it and put it all in one place, organizado, like so that you don't have to go to a bunch of different places and try to figure it out yourself. It's all in one place. And it's organized from the beginning, from how to register to how to vote to how to participate because you can participate as well. Like, for example, if you, for some reason, you know, already voted but want to participate, there's volunteer options, there's poll working options. You can actually get a job that can be paid depending on the state that you're in. They're hiring for poll workers porque no hay ahorita personas porque eran mayores las personas que trabajaban los polls, they were a little bit yeah. older. Some of yeah. them are not going to go back, rightfully so, you know, because of mm-hmm. the pandemic. So right now there's like a 
need for poll workers. So there's a way to apply and figure out if in your local state, wherever you are, there's a need. So again, that's another, that could be a job if you're looking for one, um, or if you're looking for a way to just participate and become engaged. So I think, yes, for sure, the Naleo Live that we're going to have is exactly for that reason, is to inform people in Espanol, 100% on all of the information, the right information and information que no está ni de un lado ni del otro, no? Just information, civic engagement, encouraging people to find the right information and to go out there and make their voices be heard. We all need to do our part. All of us, Amen. porque después no puedes hacer el complaint, ¿verdad? Yeah, oh my God. Luego también con esas quejas. Like, you didn't even vote. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, mejor no digas nada. No me puedes hacer complaint porque yeah. estabas ido a votar, perdóname, pero... Tú no fuiste porque él no cree en Dios. Ahora no te quejes. Ahora, como le digo a mi hija, tú no opinas. Tú Tuviste tu oportunidad de opinar. Y si no te Perdóname, pero, like, take your opportunity. We all should. Yeah. Um, like you said, it doesn't matter what you believe is one way or the other. You need to just make your voice be heard, period. Yeah. Well, thank you for being our voice at Facebook and creating this space because even for me, I'm it's always daunting. Like technology is daunting. Like where do I find this? And all this information, it's just like, ay, Dios mío, like es mucha información. Like, so thank you for creating that and being our voice. And and speaking of technology, Latinas like technology. And I know sometimes we have technical difficulties as we, you know, with especially now everything being virtual and everything yeah. being via Zoom, Squadcast, this recording. I know we all experience it. Uh, so just because of all the technicalities, it's always daunting. It seems like it's daunting to rise through the ranks in this type of, you know, profession. So you, a Latina, and more specifically a Salvadoreña, you were able to rise through these ranks pretty quickly. And now you're advocating for our community, for the Latinx and Hispanos, Latinos through Facebook and its initiatives. So What do you think needs to happen to have more Latinas in positions like yours, Sonia? Well, Ceci, gracias. To, just to be frank, it's, it hasn't been quick, right? But, but, but nevertheless, you know, it's, um, I've been there for four and a half years and, and a lot has happened and the impact has been made, thankfully. And yeah, I mean, I think definitely we have a lot of work to do. We need a lot of representation still. You know, we, we are seeing more representation in the tech industry in general. This is not necessarily like a Facebook problem, I would say. I think it's like an industry problem. It's a tech you know, kind of an issue that we definitely need representation. We need more Latinos. We need more Black people. We need more everything. We need more women. So I definitely think that we are making inroads and we see it. I mean, you know, I'm there and there's we have a whole team of people that are very diverse now, more so, especially in our communications, marketing and other teams. We do have a lot of diversity more than before, but we're still behind. So I think it's important that we continue to have the conversation. It's important that we continue to open doors, as we were saying, all of us do our part, but also our companies are hearing us. And I think that, for example, I think I can tell you at Facebook, we do have a goal that in the next four years, 50, 50% of the employee population, we want it to be women. So that yes, is, baby, yes, that's right. That 
That And I mean, that's a huge goal. That's a huge goal. But I think it's important to have big goals because therefore, you know, we strive and we do believe that, you know, it's doable. I mean, and we definitely want to reinforce that as part of that goal. It's not just for women, but also for people that are, you know, Black, Hispanic, Native American. I think it's really important that we invest in programs. For example, at Facebook, we have Tech Prep, which I love because it's a program for actual school age children where we go to the schools or we send curriculums now, especially that were virtual, right? Where people learn about careers in technology because in the future, and especially not even in the future already, so many available jobs in technology, but a lot of people don't go into tech fields, right? They they just don't go into engineering. They don't go because they don't even know what fields to go into. They don't go into computer science, for example. And so, so we have a lot of these curriculums for children that are younger. And we know that our younger generation is very diverse, right? When we look at the demographics in our country, we know that 50% of the babies being born right now are multicultural, right? We know that school-aged children are all extremely diverse. I mean, I see it with my own kids in their school because all their friends are all different ethnicities. So we see that multicultural becomes more and more diverse as we go younger. And so we do have hopes, obviously, as in the future, we'll have a lot more diversity coming in. But in the meantime, we also partner with a lot of, you know, nonprofits and that represent the different communities. And we have recruitment sort of uh, events, especially in this at this point, they're all virtual, of course. But we have recruitment events to recruit talent because we know we know talent is out there. Yeah. We know we have amazing Latino, Latinas. We know we have amazing African-American talent. We know we have amazing talent of all diverse backgrounds and ethnicities. And so we're out there recruiting. So I think we're, we're trying, you know, from many different areas and avenues to ensure that we are diverse. And then once you get to Facebook inside the company, we have amazing programs for employees as well, which I belong to one of our ERGs, which is Employee Resource Program. It's called Latinat, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's such an amazing program, you, you know, because it's it's obviously it's a lot of let all the Latinos, some most of them belong to it. So it's like a familia, it's like a really big familia. And we have trainings, we have support. So there's a lot of really great programs within our company once you get into the company, because that's another important thing that we were talking about. It's like invítame a la fiesta, pero then Exacto. No me dejes ahí sola, you know what I mean? It's Exacto. Like, <laughs> Invítame, pero también me sacas a bailar, también me sacas a bailar. No vine a estar ahí sentadota en la silla, tampoco no vine a eso, tampoco. right? I got, yeah, it. you got it. You got it. Like, yeah, so so that's a good thing that I, I love. And I love to be part of, you know, Latin ad and to share. And we've done a lot of great things, especially right now for Hispanic Heritage Month. We had our summit and it's just great. You know, we, we, we support each other. And again, you know, so there's a lot that is being done, but more needs to be done. And we just need to continue to have that, that, that pace to continue to do it. Right. And continue to have our voices out there. And with, with programs like, like, you know, your podcast where I can come and talk to people. That's also great because you know what? Sometimes like you were saying, technology seems so far removed it seems like who works there like do real people work at facebook right right and it's like i am a real person i'm here I'm here La estamos viendo. Exactamente. so you know so it feels a little closer you know it feels a little more achievable more doable when you start meeting people that are actually working in these companies or in these careers it feels more like oh okay well if that person can do it i can do it too you know so 
I think we're 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 doing our part and we're 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 trying, but there's more to be done for sure. Right. Well, thank you for being that voice, and thank you for you know our listeners that want to get into tech. Like, how do we do it? Because it's you know again, it's like who do we know? We know a lot of us like growing up, we didn't have. You know, for me, for example, I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer. I never met a Latina lawyer until I was already in the in the profession. So it's like it's important for even the younger generation to see to see women like you in positions of of leadership and tech. So thank you for that and to and for taking the initiatives at your company. So we really, really appreciate that. We know you work hard and we know you're in this top position at Facebook. We also know you're a mother and you know how so how do you balance your career and maintain a work? life balance and keep your sanity. ¿Cómo le haces, Sonia? ¿Cómo le haces? <laughs> Mira, I know. People write to me and they're like, what's your secret? Como que es una magia, you know? And I'm like, pues no hay secreto, la verdad. You know? it's, 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 it's really what we talked about. It's really taking day by day. It's really surrounding yourself with the right support. I have a great husband that's very supportive. It's important to, to recognize that, that when you're going to have a career, you're going to make some choices and that You know, people always say work-life balance. And I don't always believe in work-life balance because sometimes, you know, you have to understand that sometimes you'll have more time for your kids and sometimes you'll have more time for your work. And I take it as tasks, you know? So for example, you know, when I'm doing work, I'm like focused on that. But when I'm with my kids, I don't feel guilty because I already put a lot of time into my work. So I feel like you're not always going to be equally balanced, but one, some days you are going to have to make that very specific, like even put it on your calendar, like, and it's okay to take the afternoon. It's okay to log off. It's okay. Because you already put in all these other hours. So, so make sure that you do that for yourself. No one's going to advocate for you. You know, no one's going to raise the hand and say like, Hey, Sonia, take time off you have to raise your hand you have to say put your health first put your family first like for example ayer llevé a los niños you know to, to get their flu shot that's really important because you know ahora que está con el COVID todo se va a confundir el flu el COVID you know we don't even sí. know it, things can get a little bit hectic so again you know it's like making time to do that so I took the time disconnected from my work went to do that. And then when I came back, I checked my emails and I was like, everything's fine, you know? So, so it's a matter of just making choices and ensuring that you're not always going to totally be balanced, but there are, it's moments in time when you're going to be balanced and, and being okay with that, to be honest with you, because you have to be okay knowing that some days are going to be really hectic and long for work. And some days are going to be really hectic and long for family. And that should be okay. And don't be afraid to show it. Like I always, like even on Facebook and on my stories, I always show my kids and I always show my work. Porque it's one thing. I'm not only a worker and I'm not only right. a mother. I'm, I'm, soy todo, soy soyla, soy la que hace todo. Eso sí, <laughs> bueno. Eso sí. No, qué bueno, because como dices, como dices tú, like, Every day it's going to be different. Um, that's funny that you mentioned that the flu shots yesterday. También my husband's like, we're going to go uh, get flu shots yesterday. And I was like, it's not on the, I'm like, it's not on the calendar. I'm like, so I, I got startled because I was like in a work mood, right? Like I was like in the zone. So he throws this curveball and I was like, okay, all right, I'm good. I got this. So yeah, it's just like, it's a matter of like living day by day. And there's going to things that there's going to be things that come up and that you didn't expect. So it's just, you know, go with the flow, calmadita. Calmadita está más, más tranquila uno. So 
Yes. Um, this this takes us to our next question that we love to ask our, our guests, and and um, it's our tradition here. So, what advice would you give your twenty five year old self, Sonia? Wow, I love that question. It's a time travel question. Um, so I know, right? If I could time travel, you know, I really would ask myself. I really would tell myself to not be afraid to ask for help. And to not have to sort of suffer in silence. Because I think when I was like 25 years old, you know, I think one, I didn't want to worry my family or my friends if I was worried about something about work or if I didn't know what to do. You know, sometimes you have to make decisions and you're like, what do I do? And, 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 and you try to figure it out yourself. You're like a isolita, you know, trying to think through things. And, and you don't have all the experience in the world at that time. You're 25. You know, I mean, you, you have ex some experience, but I mean, you, you definitely can use some help and you don't have to do it alone. I would say that. That I would tell myself, you know what, Sonia, you didn't have to be alone those days, those nights. Like, it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay. Sometimes you're going to be judged. We talked about that. Sometimes you're going to be judged because you're asking for help. Some people might see it as a weakness. Some people might applaud you for asking for help. I mean, everyone has their own opinion, right? When you're asking for help. Some people may get worried. But you know what? That's You can't control what people feel. You can only control you. And do you, you know, and ask for the help, get the help you need. Don't suffer by yourself if you have something that worries you or something or you have questions about something or or you need help or guidance. Just go for it. You don't have to do it alone. And that's the thing I would change. It would have made my life so much better. And people love to help. That's another thing I realized throughout my career and through life. People love to help, but they don't know that you need help. If you don't ask for help and if you portray an image, like I used to portray an image of like, I'm so happy. Everything's great. They, they, they never thought I needed help. And then I would go home by myself and be like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? You know, can somebody just hug me right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you think you have to be this like super strong person, right? Like you don't want to let anyone down, so to speak. And you think like, I can do this. I can do this. But no. You need help and it's totally okay. Ask for it. Please ask for it. I, yeah. I know I do now for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. it's hard too because when we when we reach these positions of leadership, we we know that the you know the our audience is looking at as our family members are looking at us like ella todo ella todo lo puede, ella no necesita ayuda, but it's no like te tienes que recordar like like como dijiste tú like don't suffer in silence ask for help and i think that's that's learning we keep on learning that and being reminded of that throughout you know as we grow as we get older um i've i've had uh, you know some of my family members listen to the podcast and say wow ceci i didn't know you felt like that like i didn't know my cousin felt like that so it's it's important to have these conversations so Uh, we want to thank you again for being here today. We we've gotten so many great nuggets from you. Um, one of the one of my favorite ones today, which was also the tip of the day, uh, was to never give up on hope. Right? Never give up on hope. And to to listen to your friends because maybe they'll have crazy ideas. I know con estas dos they give me yes. crazy ideas, <laughs> but I don't believe in myself, and I'll have to like jump mm -hmm. on like, hey, I'm thinking this como ven. So so it's good to have your cheerleaders and to and to listen to their crazy ideas because ellas mismas te apoyan, verdad? Um, but we really enjoy having you here today to have this very important and necessary conversation contigo, Sonia. So. 
platícanos un poquito de how how can people find you? I know this this so this episode is going to air on Wednesday the 14th and tomorrow Thursday the 15th is going to be your um your Facebook live with Nalio. So tell us how to find you on social media. I just want to say guys, it's been such a pleasure and honor. I feel like I can talk to you guys for hours and hours, but I know there's a point. <laughs> oh, I, love that. I love that. And um and uh, thank you so much for what you're doing. This is amazing and I know that people truly appreciate your honesty. You're you're being vulnerable bringing people on the show that can share their honesty as well. I think that's so important. Um, so thank you so much for doing that. And in terms of being able to find yes, please everybody tune into the live. Uh, we want to also show el poder de la comunidad hispana. We want to show up for ourselves. So that is going to Facebook diversity. So you can go to on the Facebook app, look up Facebook diversity and it's in it's like a page within the Facebook app where you can, we're going to be able to see the live um, at 11 a.m. Pacific time on Thursday, October 15th with Naleo with Arturo Vargas. And then, or you can look it up on the website, which is www.facebook.com slash Facebook diversity. You have to put the two together, Facebook diversity. And to find me, you can look me up, Sonia Sroka, my full name. That's Facebook, Instagram, all of, all of the handles, uh, for me are Sonia Sroka. That's, that's my name. So you can find me there. Um, and I look forward to staying in touch with all of you guys. And yes. you know, I love to hear your shows and, and, and everything, but I really appreciate the opportunity to come and, share just a little bit, a little bit about, about myself and the journey that we're all in here to support each other more than ever. Eso That's sí, nice. eso que okay. Oye, nos encanta platicar cuando quieras, estás invitada otra vez, podemos grabar otro podcast de lo que sea, de otra plática que se te ocurra. Puertas yeah. abiertas, Sonia. Yeah, Ay, qué lindas, qué lindas. I know when I hear you guys, I swear, I, I'm not kidding you, I told, I was telling my husband, they're my friends, I just don't know it yet. Yes, honey. Yes. 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 So much in common, and I love you guys so much. You guys are all amazing and thank great, you. great, yes. amazing work. So thank you so much. And I wanted to ask you guys because I wanted to take a picture of all of us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great idea. Yeah. Para ponerlo en el social media. Ya saben. I mean, I'm, I work at Facebook. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yo nunca me peino, permítanme un segundo. Yo no, déjame componerme. My little light ring went away, but we Oh, yeah. No, te ves bien, te ves bien. Okay, espérate, espérate. Mis chinos medios locos, ahí están. I know, you guys look great. Well, thank you so much, Sonia, for being here today. We really enjoyed having this conversation with you. If For our listeners, if you want to continue the conversation, learn a little bit more about Sonia or her job at Facebook, don't forget to message us. You know how to find us at level up latina that's our handle on facebook and instagram or you can send us an email our email is admin at level of latina.com twitter twitter account at latina underscore up so latina up latina underscore up okay. so, thank you so much for being here today everybody thank you sonia you were incredible thank you. yeah thank you guys thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.